TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The All Local on KNX News 97.1 FM. This is KNX News 97.1 FM, Southern California's only 24-hour local news and traffic station. I'm Mike Simpson. And I'm Rob Archer in for Karen Adams, our top local story. L.A. County appears to be on track for a new indoor masking mandate. It's anticipated that the county will enter the CDC's high community level for COVID by this Thursday, according to County Public Health Director Dr. Barbara Ferrer. If L.A. County moves into the high community level and stays there for two weeks, indoor masking would expand to include all indoor public spaces, including shared office spaces, manufacturing facilities, retail stores, and indoor events. She said it would also apply to the indoor areas of restaurants and bars and all educational settings. Ferrer also noted that wearing masks indoors is already required in many sectors, including healthcare settings, public transit, and long-term care settings. Businesses and employers are allowed to require masks at work, and many have done just that, either by maintaining their indoor masking requirement throughout the pandemic or reinstating one as cases began increasing. Ferrer told the Board of Supervisors that mask wearing would not be required for outdoor spaces because the risk of transmission is significantly lower. Margaret Carrero, KNX News, 97.1 FM. So with the county apparently on the verge of bringing back the mask mandates, question is, why wait? It is perplexing for some, with more and more getting infected by the latest COVID Omicron variant. Why not bite the bullet now and mandate indoor masking? In public health, also have to recognize, you know, we're trying to find the right sweet spot between what people will do and what is needed in public health. Dr. Robert Kim Farley is a professor of epidemiology at UCLA. And I think that uh, everyone understands that at this stage, given that we have vaccines, given that we have medications, uh, we are much less endangering our hospital systems at this time. Of course, even if there is a new indoor mask mandate for L.A. County, will anyone obey it? Charles Feldman, KNX News, 97.1 FM. A man from Compton is facing up to 22 years in federal prison after pleading guilty to using a dating app to meet and then rob gay men in the greater L.A. area. Most of the crimes happened over an eight-month period from June of 2021 to March of this year. Assistant U.S. Attorney Jeremiah Levine said Derek Patterson pled guilty to charges of robbery and aggravated identity theft. What he actually did was target gay men on a grinder dating app to lure them into the privacy of a residence or hotel or other location and use the pretense of a sexual encounter to rob them, often violently. In addition to the guilty plea, Patterson admitted to a string of violent crimes during that period that will be incorporated in a sentencing report given to the judge. Patterson set to be sentenced on September 19th. The maximum term he could get would be 22 years in federal prison. Pete Demetrio, KNX News, 97.1 FM. City of L.A. appears to be on track for more murders this year than last year. And last year, L.A. hit a 15-year high that was 397. Entering the month of June, L.A. was looking at an increase in the number of murders across the city. But now, the killing seems to have slowed a bit. Year-to-date, 
we closed on Saturday with 199 homicides versus 198 last year. But Chief Michael Moore said the surge in violence is evident when you look at the statistics going back to 2020. Our total violent crime uh, is at 6.9% uh, of an increase year over year uh, and over a two-year period at 13.7%. The chief pointed out that ghost guns continue to be a big problem and they're confiscating many more of them. We're talking about untraceable weapons that you can buy in pieces and put together at home. The prevalence of these guns, prevalence of overall gun violence uh, is our, our most pressing challenge. The city also recorded an increase in property crimes as well. John Baird, KNX News, 97.1 FM. Well, and county attorneys have been given the green light to draft a proposed ballot measure that would give the Board of Supervisors power to remove an elected sheriff from office for cause. The proposal was passed today on a 4-1 to vote with Supervisor Catherine Berger, the only dissenter. Well, many people who called in to address today's board meeting agreed with the motion. Not everyone did. Villanueva is standing up against you guys. That's what you don't like. You should include yourselves in that agenda item and say that, yeah, you can be removed as well. The issue still needs to go back to the board for another vote before it is put to voters in November. High caseloads and high turnover at the Riverside County Public Guardian's Office. Investigation conducted by retired judge Stephen Larson found that while workers in the Public Guardian's Office were extremely proud and enthusiastic about their work, most of them were just overwhelmed. It is recommended that the deputy public guardians only oversee 30 cases at a time. However, they currently carry caseloads ranging from 98 to 113 cases per person three and a half times higher than what is recommended. The investigation grew out of the case of the 13 Turpin siblings found abused, tortured, and neglected in their Paris home. They found that while the siblings were given a substantial amount of resources, they were also harmed by a system meant to protect them. Some of the younger siblings placed with caregivers who were later charged with child abuse. District Attorney in Riverside County tells KidX he agrees with many of the findings in that report. Part of the problem involves Riverside County's overwhelming growth and a government bureaucracy that DA Mike Hestron says often feels like it's being overwhelmed. These are not simple cases to handle. These are complex cases that require, you know, a multifaceted approach. And so, yeah, the issue of high caseloads is a serious issue and it's real. Hestron says the county has basically stayed flat in terms of the number of employees hired over the last decade, and yet the population of Riverside County has grown faster than any other in the state. He says he understands that problem and has made his views clear to others in county government. Chris Seedens, KNX News, 97.1 FM. The KNX All Local is updated multiple times a day. But for the latest news and traffic, listen to KNX anytime on Alexa. By saying, hey Alexa, play KNX News. You can listen on the Odyssey app, available on Android, Apple, or wherever you download your apps. And on our website at knxnews.com.